0: almost no one raises the real issue of tax avoidance, right? And of the rich just not paying their fair share. I mean, it feels like I'm at a firefighter's conference and no one's allowed to speak about water. Today we walk into this house with an iconic South African plant, the aloo
1: ferrox. We must take the bitter with the sweet.
0: It is a matter that uh, uh, is under consideration. And all I would say is that watch this space. Welcome to this week's episode of the SA Money Report. This financial podcast is brought to you by Fin24 and hosted by Deputy Editor Ahmed Arif. First, they came for the Kuru. And people spoke up and told them to frank off, basically. Now Shell wants to come for the oil and gas of our coasts and appears to be facing a similar wave of opposition. There's intrigue. There's the possibility of oil, there's kind of like sound explosions, there's politics, there's calls for a boycott, and there's the possibility of dead ocean life. Helping to blast away our misconceptions and help it all to sink in is fin Twenty Four sustainability expert, Lemise Umarji. So, Lamiz, what exactly is Shell planning to do off the coast of the Eastern Cape?
1: Hi, Ahmed. So from the 1st of December, a company called Shearwater Water Geoservices will conduct seismic surveys on behalf of Shell. Readers are probably wondering what a seismic survey is. Um, There's a whole article about it on the website of the South African Association for Marine Biological Research. they can check that out, but uh, a seismic survey is basically what mining companies or oil and gas companies do in order to detect whether there are oil and gas reserves in an area. It doesn't always have to um, be in the ocean, it can also be on land. Um, what happens is they use equipment uh, such as an air gun which sends pulses of sound outward. Um, in this case, Shearwater geoservices will use a ship um, that carries these Air guns and they will send out sound waves into the water and the sound travels through the water and as it hits the sea floor or you know it can be refracted or it bounces back and um, there's the special equipment which then receives this information um, from the sound wave and then scientists um, use this information to map out um, what is happening on the seafloor floor um, you know where the oil and, and and gas reserves are, as an example. Um, the survey is going to take place off the coast of the Eastern Cape, like you said, between Morgan's Bay and Port St Johns. Uh, the area will be twenty kilometers offshore, away from the or away from the coastline, and um, they'll basically scan uh, water depths from seven hundred meters to three thousand meters. Um, but the total area that will be covered, if if you're like a Science buff or physics buff um, is is six thousand square kilometers
0: What are the environmental concerns, and what are activists trying to do to prevent this exploration from going ahead?
1: Yeah, so Dr. Judy Mann of the South African Association for Marine Biological Research um, actually describes the ocean as an acoustic world. Um, it might sound strange to us, but marine mammals, fish, and invertebrates all use sound um, to navigate their way, um, you know, find food, avoid their predators, and even find mates. Um, there's also a documentary by Janet Solomon. She is a co founder of Oceans Not Oil. This is one of the um, environmental groups, you know, trying to block this. Um, yeah, she, uh, she is the co founder of Oceans Not Oil, but she also directed a a documentary, um, uh, you know, just to kind of show what the impact is on animals, like it it harms the animal tissue, um, they work some cases with crabs, lost ovaries, you know, so it impacts the reproduction. Um, it also causes a lot of distress in sea animals and even temporary hearing loss, Um yeah and Dr Judy Mann also just noted that internationally seismic surveys have been shown to have negative impacts on a range of marine animals you know from something as small as plankton to like you know something as large as a whale um extinction rebellion uh, cape town the cape town uh, branch basically also um said that the the, surf, the seismic surveys could harm whales during their breeding season and could separate mothers from their calves um but you know there are also economic impacts um you know there's a view that the surveys could scare away fish and you can imagine the impact it would have on the catches for for you know small business businesses which which have owned fisheries and um you know anyone just really who has a livelihood that depends on the coast and you know especially tourism um and it's it's not just limited to these seismic blasts um if, if, for example, oil is detected for some reason, I mean, I guess they're, they're looking for gas in this case, um, if they have to start drilling and there's oil spillage, you know, that in itself has uh, in negative environmental impacts. Um, and activists are doing various things to raise awareness. Uh, Extinction Rebellion had its own protest at uh, the VNA waterfront on Sunday, um, you know, where the Amazon warrior, which is the ship, um that is going to be used to conduct these sur- seismic surveys um that ship docked at at the Cape Town harbor on Sunday and so they protested um oceans not oil is also running this um petition i'm pretty sure there's over 200 signatures on it um at the time of recording <laughs> and yeah and yeah there are also many people um protesting at shell services state shell service stations in the western cape and eastern cape and now there is even a call to boycott shell especially over the holiday period you know there are a lot of inlanders who are probably going to go to the coast uh for for the holiday period and so activists are just asking um that people choose other service stations um yeah i even spoke to someone who said that he was involved in this just because he's a concerned citizen um yeah so it's it's not just small communities communities of people limited to certain places it's it's people everywhere
0: if shell does find oil or gas what would happen next Uh, but also more importantly how would SA benefit from all of this
1: the message from shell is that we need energy and you know this is part of efforts to ensure that um we have energy security you know um and in terms of corporate speak i i sent them questions they said you know they they're very deeply committed to south africa as an energy partner so they're they're focused on the near term we need energy security now um and they're arguing that a lot of our energy is imported um but if if gas could be found off sh- um, offshore, like um, or indigenously, um, that could you know be a big help for our energy security, um, and and that's also what the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy is also putting forward. Um, you know, the department says that gas and oil is the gas and oil industry is an important part of our economic recovery strategy and you know it's it's going to be even better if this gas um is indigenous um it can it goes beyond just energy security it can provide an opportunity for local beneficiation or, or jobs um and the the department is also just uh it refers to the integrated resources plan of 2019 um, which outlines that we will need renewable energy, or we will adopt renewable energy, um, but then this gas is important for the times when the sun doesn't shine and the wind does not blow. Um, so, so they're really pushing this idea of energy security, and I guess with South Africans experiencing load shedding, it, it's I, I guess it's it kind of speaks to. Um, they needs
0: Lemise, who in government is responsible for this and how do they justify it but also shell's license was issued in 2013 how can it still be valid now or do they have the rights to blast our ocean floors in perpetuity
1: interesting question ahmed so i think maybe the environmental activists and journalists were directing all their questions to the department of environment forestry and fisheries at first Because um, that department then issued a statement saying that they can't do anything about uh, the seismic survey taking place because the permit or the authorization to do it was issued by the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy. And so I ended up directing my questions to the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, and they explained, you know, they're also aware there are concerns about the survey, um, but, you know, shall... Shell does have a permit um, and in order to get this permit um, an environmental management program or plan for mitigation for the impacts that such a survey would have on the environment was um, submitted in 2013 and it wasn't approved then and then subsequently in 2014 um, the mineral resources and energy department granted an exploration right um, which just as a reminder, that's uh, what companies do to detect uh, reserves, um, whatever they're mining, um, or like oil and gas. Um, And so the department also said, you know, the survey is going to happen during a period which doesn't affect migration of marine mammals. Um, But yeah, I, I spoke to Dr. Judy Mann about this being true, and and she said that you know fine fair enough if it doesn't interfere with migration patterns but there are still animals that constantly live in this area and they are still going to be affected like it's completely missing the point there's still going to be an impact on on marine life um yeah uh, just coming back to whether the uh the permit is still valid uh, the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy said that an independent you, audit was conducted in 2020 to confirm if the controls and the mitigation measures in the environmental management program um, was still fitting. And, you know, there was a notice given to affected parties to comment, and um, they say from this independent audit that was conducted last year, um, it was found that the measures of this program are still good enough um, and and can mitigate against potential environmental impacts um but yeah i i've spoken to some environmental activists and they argue that if shell had to apply for to conduct a seismic survey today then they would have to go through an environmental impact assessment um and and that that is something that would determine whether they can go ahead or not based on the extent of the environmental damage, and they reckon that um, if more people got to comment um, you know then then probably there would be issues raised, and maybe potentially the survey wouldn't go ahead but um, you know there are some lawyers who are looking into the matter to see if the the permit is still valid. Um, you know, based on this time gap or whatever procedures were followed last year through that independent audit. I'm not sure of the details, um, but it seems like people are, are still very, um, you know, um, persistent in, in terms of their efforts to block the survey.
0: Lastly, Ramiz, what is Shell's take on all of this?
1: So Shell is a way of the petition and the calls for a boycott and just everyone protesting against the seismic survey from going ahead. Um, they say that they believe people are entitled to share their own views, um, but you know I think they're cautioning or, or rather saying, you know, at least if you do so, do so safely, um, I guess don't harm anyone in your protest, um, although the environment is going to be harmed. <laughs> Um, but Shell says um, it, it says it's been operating with its, within its legal right this whole time and it's met all its obligations in order to conduct the survey um, and it has, says it has a long experience conducting uh, seismic uh, surveys or collecting seismic data and it, it also considers the welfare of wildlife and they follow these international guidelines from the joint nature conservation committee and apparently there will be an independent specialist team on board and and this team will then monitor the presence of marine uh, animals um you know in the ocean where they're going to conduct these surveys and they will suspend the noise if they do detect the marine animal within a particular area around the sound source yeah, and they also said the same thing as the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, that the survey is gonna happen during a period which doesn't interfere uh, with migration patterns. Um, yeah, and I did ask them about the, the concerns raised about the economic impacts on fisheries and tourism, and they said that they, um, they did have the socioeconomic impacts uh, assessed by an independent specialist um and they also held meetings with fisheries um and you know made sure that there is some cooperation and communication with them and they also consulted tourism companies who um you know were close to the survey the area where the survey would take place um but yeah they didn't say what the outcomes of these consultations were um but i guess what what we've been seeing is people protesting in in, in places like Port St John's, um, yeah. So it will be interesting. The survey is supposed to kick off on the first of December, um, so it's definitely worth watching to see if environmental activists or concerned citizens will um, be able to do enough to stop to stop this. But yeah, it looks like um, for now, Shell is still going ahead.
0: This brings our show to an end. The music in this episode is courtesy of Getty Images and Epidemic Sound. This week's instalment was produced with the help of Kayleen Morgan. Thank you for listening.